Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. All right, Taz for the Moose with you here on this action-packed Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio, Sirius and XM206 app as well. Check out the podcast. Appreciate all the love and support you give us there. Radio.com, Apple Podcasts, uh, Twitcher as well. A uh, number of ways that you can hit upon us there. Or oh, I said yeah. Stitcher, Stitcher, Stitcher. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking there's a lot, go, lot going on. No, there is. Uh, Stitcher, there you go. Uh, Mike and Connor across the way. Uh, Bogish with your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern time we go. And Taz, to kick off this hour, let's hear from the Titans tight end, Delaney Walker. And this game, be with, this is just another game. We ain't worried about it. I'm gonna tell you again, man. They were who we thought they were. Y'all can crown them if you want to crown them. Still gotta play football. See, that is Delaney Walker grabbing his best Dennis Green, right? Who we remember on that great was it Sunday night game Arizona yeah. and Chicago the Bears, uh, out there yeah. in Arizona yeah, uh, where Dennis Green basically uh, said, you want to crown their ass, crown their ass. We know what they are, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, um, and basically Delaney Walker said the same thing yesterday, Taz, because that dud you heard was the Cleveland Browns. And there were bad performances. Miami, you know, we I expected Miami to lose yesterday to Baltimore. I didn't expect them to get oh, a, man, a, utterly bad. throttled the way that they did, right? There were disappointing performances. We'll touch upon them all. But, right, right. Taz, the Cleveland Browns' performance, um, inefficiency man. offensively, defensively. The offensive line got absolutely exposed by that <laughs> Titans defense. Uh, Mayfield did not look good. They had 18 penalties for over 180 yards as a team. They were sloppy all afternoon long. It was a pitiful, pitiful performance by the Browns. Horrible, man. You nailed everything on it. It was just, I, I, look, I was really surprised. I mean, they got to figure this out. and They got too much talent to be this bad. I mean, but it was horrible. I mean, Mayfield, three picks, dude, really? All that chirping you do, three picks? Terrible. Really? Come on, dude. Really? All these weapons? I mean, Freddie Kitchens, Swagger Jones, big shot, big, you know, big man in town. You know, really? Uh, you got you know, you want to talk the talk, you gotta step up. Otherwise, guys like Walker, Dan Walker is gonna come out and bury you. 
You know, I mean, and that's what he did doing the Denny Green gimmick, which is funny. Well, he did. Here is Mayfield after that loss. Everybody's going to throw us in the trash. No, I doubt. think that's good. I know what type of men we have in this locker room, and quite frankly, I don't really give a damn what happens on the outside. I know how we're going to react. I know what we're going to do. How we're going to bounce back. And you know, we got a Monday night game coming up, so uh, we don't really care. Well, the Moose. Well, the Browns, who we thought they were. Okay, not the Bears. That's that's the Denny Green. You mentioned Denny Green. Yes. We have that, right? Yeah, let's take a look. This is we great. played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Dude, I that forgot how great. good that God was. Right? That oh, I know that was. He is. He was great. That oh, was. That, was, that awesome. was fantastic. I mean that that oh, that is God. one of those so Jim Mora playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. I mean that is one that, that you'll be hearing great. about. You'll hear about just as you hear oh. about today. You'll hear be hearing about thirty years from today, Taz. It's just one of those moments at a press conference oh. that that you absolutely adore. I'll tell you, I, I, you know, Harrison made this point, Rodney. That is on NBC last night. Um, and Mayfield kind of echoed it a little bit, the similar sentiment, and hopefully he believes it. The Browns need to need to eat a little bit of humble pie. Mm. Um, and and maybe, as Harrison said, maybe this is the best thing that could have possibly happened. Everyone talked about the Browns during the course of the offseason. Everyone, you know, Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr., Landry, what they were able to do, the new head coach Kitchens talking a big game. Maybe this team needed to be humbled in order to come together and realize that it's not going to be all handed to them. Maybe they needed this kind of performance. I'm not going to all of a sudden tell you that the Browns are done this year, Taz. I think it would be foolish week one. Nobody's firing on all cylinders week one. No, no, of course. But maybe eating a little bit of humble pie, maybe it's the best thing for the Browns. Uh, Listen, I completely agree with Harrison. I agree with you, and I believe in humility. I think that's important. That softens you up. That makes you get better. Um, But i got to be honest with you, playing my best psychiatrist here, Listen to that that sound we had of Baker Mayfield talking about shaking off the critics. I mean, if you listen to it, that just, again, we're taking, I, I didn't hear his whole press conference, right. just taking a, a, a snippet. snippet. But that doesn't scream, you know what, uh, you know what, the critics, if someone's asking me about the critics and I'm Baker Mayfield after, after you know, after going 25 or 38, you know, three interceptions, I would say, and getting beat up like that, I would say, you know what, the critics should rip us. We deserve to be ripped. We were horrible. Instead, he came off with defiant, right? With that anger chip, and I, and I love the chip. I love that about him. My my wrestling career, I had a chip on my shoulder forever. But you know, to your point and Harrison's point, talking about being humble, that doesn't scream humble. No, it doesn't. You know? but, but but maybe some, maybe being. I mean, t- listen, if that's not a humbling performance, I don't know what is. I don't it, either. I mean, <laughs> I it, you got beat, beat every which way. But Sunday, it's like. Here's what it's like the Tennessee Titans came out and represented Dave Gettleman, Pat Shermer, and the Giants. And they came out and basically said, We've had enough of Beckham. We've had enough of yeah. uh, Baker Mayfield. It's like everybody that's anti Cleveland Brown, the Tennessee Titans r- uh, rised <laughs> up for yesterday uh, and, and put an absolute butt whooping on them. They did. Um, and, I mean, dude, that is what they did. Because I, I watched a good amount. I didn't watch the end of this game. Too. I knew it was kind of a once the third quarter yeah. happened, Titans put up 10. They put up 21 points the Titans did on the Browns in the fourth quarter. I mean, just 21 points. Oh, they laid it on them. I mean, Taz, they laid it on them. It's one of the more disappointing performances of week one. I don't think there's there's any way you cut it. I think one of the most encouraging performances of week one, 
How about down to Dallas? Oh, uh, you just and, you broke my heart. I thought you were going to say the Bills. Oh, we'll get to the Bills. No, but I, I was actually the Moose. I'm sitting here. I'm the build up. Here he goes. One uh, of the most encouraging <laughs> was. What do you mean? The you Cowboys. sent out a tweet. I know we won, but we still stink. Why am I going to say the Bills? I mean, come on. What are you talking about I'm here? The Bills fan. I don't I think I don't think you come out of that game being like, man. The Bills are going to the Super Bowl. No, <laughs> I don't think you're coming out of that one thinking that. I do have to win in the AFC East, but you that do. was last week. I understand that. I understand that. Uh, oh, and no. they, they found a way to win the game. Did, but yeah. uh, we'll get to the Bills here. How about the Cowboys, Taz? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, listen, the, the Giants have got massive issues. We know how brilliant Barkley is. Offensively, they look good early. Look good in certain stretches. You saw Daniel Jones late in the game before he fumbled, off, yeah, uh, fumbled yeah. away his opportunity. Uh, but Dak was brilliant. Um and I don't want to overread it, Taz, and all of a sudden say he's figured it out. Gallup played well. Cooper played well. Randall Cobb, the former he Packer, was, real good was really, really, really good. good. Um, you know, the the passes by by Dak Prescott were precise, but I think you have to look at it a little bit with a little bit of a curve. That giant defense is atrocious. I don't know what's worse in New York: second... the Giants' defense or the Jets' defense. They both stink. <laughs> the Jets' defense of the second half. Oh my god, was awful, it was horrible. It was awful. But the Giants' defense in total, they, the Dallas Cowboys had over 300 yards of offense in the first half. They made Dak Prescott look like he was the best, like Patrick like Joe Mahomes. Montana. Look like Joe Montana it was like, like the <laughs> best quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. I know. I, I was watching the game and I'm like, man. Dak, and I'm like, geez, I know me and Moose were kind of burying him a little bit during the week. Like, this guy looks great. But, you know, you're right. The the, the Giants defense was hurting, man. And and I got to say, that I had a feeling the Cowboys, I mean. Uh, uh, you oh, know, you love Dallas. I, I do. I have yeah. them I have them winning, winning the NFC. I, here's the thing, man. I And Zeke Elliott, what do you have, like 50-something yards. But but the thing was, the thing is, I should say, he's just getting back, getting getting his stuff going. He's he's going to have a big year. And you could tell he's gonna, if he stays healthy, Zeke's going to have a really big year. O-line is great. They look great, man. And you mentioned Gallup. Wow, he was, he was great. He was outstanding. Very man. good. And he was a guy that was talked up last year as being that kind of a guy, Taz, and really didn't develop. And Aikman uh, talked about during the broadcast yesterday. Um, and I know a lot of people probably – at that stage, second half weren't locked in as the Cowboys were run away with it. But um, he talked about the very fact of he always thought Gallup could be that kind of a player for the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, he certainly showed it uh, yesterday. And then you get to your Bills, who give them credit. I mean, that is a disastrous loss for the Jets. You lead a game 16 nothing, um, and At uh, home. At home, right? And you give up, you know, you give up 14 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. Um and 17 unanswered points in total to lose a game 17-16 where your field goal kicker misses an extra point and a field goal um, and your offense goes quiet and your defense basically folds up the tent after C.J. Mosley goes down with a groin injury, Taz. Give your Bills credit. They continue to fight. They looked awful in the first half. They their did. offense turned the ball over four times. The defense held in there as yep. best as they could. Yep. But, you know, when they need to make a couple plays late, they did. And they, they, you started to see momentum swing. When it was 16-10, I thought if the Jets don't score, at least put a field goal up, uh, I thought the Bills were going to find a way to win that game. Not all that surprising that the Jets had one of those same old Jet kind of losses. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing. Um, the kid Singletary, now you guys see why I want him so bad in our fantasy league. Okay, from Pete Gass, who was texting me during this game, who was the, the – don't engage in any texting with Pete Gass during a football game that you're actually you're a fan of that team. And he's texting me during the Bills-Jet game. 
nonstop. And I make the mistake of engaging with Pete Guess. Okay, big mistake. Okay, because he would not stop texting me. Right? And now I'm like, you know what? You know, he's like, oh, this is great. Your team looks great. I'm like, yeah, look at Singletary. Singletary's the reason why the Bills won this game because he got once he got rolling, uh, he got the momentum, he got the offense going. I'm like, yeah, you know what, Pete? And you got that guy because I want him. You don't even know who he is. Yeah. And he goes, well, you gave me, you wanted to give me a guy who basically had one arm and one leg. I mean, for a trade, and, you know, I got it. But anyway, the, the, this is why I like the kid Singletary. You know, he's a hell of a running back. That's why Shady McCoy, they didn't mind, you know, getting rid of Shady, who actually had a pretty good day for the he Chiefs. He did, 10 for 81. He for did. He Chiefs. played good. Uh, but, yeah, no, I was happy with the, the win as a Browns fan, I mean, as a Bills fan, I should say, for sure. It was awesome. And um, especially against the Jets. I mean, to me, you know, I call this the Taz Bowl. You know, just I humbly say. Because I was a Jet yeah, fan that's humbly. Years. Yes, you know, this yes. is the Taz Bowl. That's what I named it. So, humbly. Hum- humbly. Anyway. Well, nice so, win by the Bills. Yeah, it's an excellent win. Win by go. Pern. Congratulations. It's a good way to get some momentum going. Nice. Yes. 1-0 to begin the years. The Jets have a disastrous loss, and they are 0-1. How about the Vikings having their way with the Atlanta Falcons? I thought that Atlanta would play a much better football game than they did. Oh. Offensive line for Minnesota was good. Defense got after Matt Ryan. Offensively, I thought Dalvin Cook had over 100 yards of offense on the ground. Two touchdowns, Taz. Um, I thought the I thought the Falcons would play a lot better than they did. They didn't. Minnesota, uh, they hit the ground running, unlike what happened a year ago yeah. where they struggled early on. Uh, that was not the case yesterday afternoon. And Minnesota, one of the more impressive teams in the 16-point victory. Yeah, man. Uh, Cook, Delvin Cook is back running a rock. Like, just unbelievable. He looked tremendous. He really did. He His speed, his explosiveness, after coming back from injury, injury, unbelievable, man. That guy is just a stud. But yeah, I was uh, I, I was happy for the Vikings. Uh, I was happy for them. If I had to pick who I wanted to win the game, I, like who I like better, I like the Vikings more than the Falcons. And I'm not a big Kirk Cousins guy, but um, yeah, I mean, put, putting up donuts for the first three quarters if you're the Falcons is is crazy. And uh, and then they put up 12 in the, in the fourth, and that wasn't enough, obviously, losing the game 28-12. to 12. No, it, it was not. And I'd be a little concerned about that Falcon offensive line. They've got to come together as a group. was an issue a year ago. was an issue yesterday afternoon against Minnesota as the Vikings opened up a 21 nothing lead. At one point in time, 28 nothing. Uh, and and won that game in a go away. We touched upon a little bit, Taz. You know, from a Dolphin perspective, but I do think you got to give Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens um, a lot of credit as well. Yeah. He throws for three hundred and twenty-four yards and five touchdowns. Does Lamar Jackson now a lot of them? Where you know, when you look at Marquise Brown, the former Oklahoma star who had one hundred and forty-seven yards receiving and two touchdowns. A lot of them are those go routes where he's jetting past the yep. cornerback and he's floating it out there in the corner. He, so it's not one of those – he didn't make a lot of those back shoulder throw guys open. But, right. you know, all we heard from Baltimore is you're going to see a different Lamar Jackson. Mm. You're going to see a different Lamar Jackson. He's been working on his delivery. He's going to be able to throw it. He's going to no be doubt. able to throw it. Well, now they did take on, you know, the basically the bad news bears yesterday yeah, in the Miami rough. Dolphins. But yeah. game one, he did throw it. He yeah, threw he, it very he well. He did. He threw it great. Uh, like you said, five TDs. And he protected the football. Zero, zero interceptions, which is – you know, that's the, that's the goal right there for a quarterback. He protected the ball. You know, Ingram, uh, shockingly enough, I thought was really good on the ground for him. He had over 100 yards rushing in the form of Saint. Um, really good right there for sure. And, you know, look, I, and I agree with you. It, yeah, it is the Dolphins. We get it. And and But you're going on the road. Okay, it's still a professional team. I understand. Somewhat. Tank, yeah, somewhat. I understand Tank Mo Jones. I got it. But 
Still, like you know, those guys that are in, that are on the field are trying to stop you defensively. They they are professionals. That you know, you can't go eighty percent. That's how you get hurt. They all go one hundred percent. They might not have the best players and all that stuff. And I, I don't know. It's just I think it's a great way for for whatever they worked on with Lamar Jackson to get rolling, to get his his his, his arm, get his release better and his throwing better, and he looks better when he's throwing the football. It has nothing to do with who he's against. I mean, he had a little more time to throw, obviously. But for him and Brown to get in a nice um, rhythm, I thought that was great for him to get you know a good good system going, good chemistry going. Yeah, I mean, I, it's 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 if you're a Browns, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a friends who are Ravens friend, a Ravens fan, Baltimore Ravens fan. And he was texting me during the game, um, and he's so ecstatic. I'm like, dude, if only you guys could play the Dolphins every week. Because yeah, I know, but it, it don't matter. He was I'm pumped, and he's like, your Bills suck. This is when the Bills are losing. I'm like, thanks. And then the texting ended. Yeah, I have really interesting text during the games. It's crazy. Now, did you have an issue with Harbaugh yesterday? 35-3 up, fourth and one at their own 30. This is late second quarter now, under three-minute mark of the second quarter, running a fake punt. Uh, <laughs> it's a scrimmage. Up 35-3. Up <laughs> it's a scrimmage. Fourth and one <laughs> at your own 30. And he runs a fake punt, punt, a punter runs 60 yards Tremendous. to the Dolphin. Well, oh I should God. say Levine runs 60 yards uh, to the Dolphin 10 oh for a first down. I understand, much, right? that, I understand they're professionals, <laughs> Taz. Much, right? I understand they're professionals. I get bothered when college coaches do it, and I know these guys are all getting paid. Right, and they've right. got the big boy pants on, and they're all making a lot of money. Yeah. And if you can't stop it, that's not, that's not John Harbaugh's job. But – I, I do think that's rubbing a little – you know, when you're up 35-3, I don't think that's the time to be running fake punts. I agree with you, um, even though these guys are men. That's, uh, a, that's a tough uh, spot. But here, I bet you if Harbaugh was here, what he would tell you is, okay, if you had him on the phone as a guest, what he would tell you is I feel is we had the opportunity to try some different stuff, try some stuff in a real game. Think about that. that that's, that's probably what he would say to you. Oh, you know, you're right. And for that, it'd be tough to, you know what I mean? Oh, I, I, yeah. I understand. I, would you call it? Uh, no. If you're on the sideline, would, would you call it 35-3? I wouldn't call it's it. It's from a fake pun. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call <laughs> I, it. And I, would, I don't I even care. Do and sometimes it's out of the head coach's hands. <laughs> We've seen punters call fake punts because they get the look that they're looking for. Right, so what right. that means is that when the punting unit goes on, if the defense gives them a look that they have seen that basically says when, you know, if it's, say, fourth and five or fourth and five and, and under, fourth and four, three, two, one. Obviously, if it's fourth and 20, no one is ever calling a fake punt test. <laughs> but if the defense gives you a look to call a, to right. run a fake punt, you're going to run the fake punt. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's what you're going to do. Sure. Time and situation, there's a number of factors. But look at this test, 35-3. Under three minutes yeah, to go. It's it's rough. I it's mean, rough. you're running a fake punt. <laughs> that that's a yeah. that's a tough that's one. That's a tough and one. And usually in the NFL, if what's good to go. I mean, if you can't right. stop it, you can't stop it. So right. but that's a tough one when you're running that. And and then and again, I think what he's why you did that. Yeah, and why right. the team try, it. try something while you're in it. And, and, I mean, and you know, it's like, it tough. I wouldn't have called it, uh, but I'm not. I'm not going to smash them over it. But I, I, I wouldn't have called it. And yeah. at that point, ten dolphin players quit. <laughs> They're like, uh, call my agent up. I Guys, want out already. We're out. Uh, I, I don't want to play professional football anymore. Yeah. I'm done. I'm leaving. Uh, a lot more NFL games to run into. We'll get into the Monday Night Affairs as well. Bobby Carpenter uh, will join us a little later on the program as well. Plenty of your calls at 855-212-4CBS. What was the most disappointing performance of week one? 
most disappointing. Oh, you're asking me now. I thought this one. was a little bit of a hook. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, to me, I, get, I would say, oh, you want, don't answer now. No. All right. We're going to get well, to your you answer now. Give me a look. I was like, my I'm answer next. No, it was a hook. We're so, on the same page. I love it. All right. There you go. Taz Moose on Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. That's right. That is your number to call. Of course, it is brought to you by Geico. Uh, Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Talk about stuff in the NFL and everything. We are talking about the Cleveland Browns before. Disaster. Uh, yeah, just bad. Just beat up city. Uh, let's uh, go out to Erie, Pennsylvania and talk to Mike. Listen on 1260 AM. Mike, you're on with Taz and Moose. What's up? Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, What's I up? I you guys on the way home in the morning. I love the chemistry between you guys. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, sir. Appreciate As that. As does everyone else here. Yes. <laughs> exactly. What's going on, buddy? Hey, so I got a question. It seems like from right out of the... Uh, I mean, you know, with such a big target being on these on the Browns, like from preseason, it just seems like they're out of the gate. I mean, they just they couldn't get any momentum from all the penalties. Now, some of them were so you know you know kind of soft at the beginning. It's and it just seemed to carry on the whole game. You know, mm. um, I mean, have you ever seen such a lopsided you know game before with penalties like this? Ah, uh, well, I mean, the Raiders used to remember Al Davis and the Raiders. They were Tons. always the most penalized team. Um, you, ain't cheating, I think, you ain't trying. Right, that was I, gimmick. I, right. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Uh, but they were, you know, Al Davis used to always believe in the conspiracy theory that because of his recent, his all, you know, always battling the National Football League in the commissioner's office, that refs took the field uh, looking to call penalties on the Raiders, um, and yeah. that they were always one of the most penalized, if not the most penalized team uh, during his ownership. Uh, of the Raiders. Now, you know, I don't know that, or you could just say they were a sloppy football team. Now, you look at, I think you have to go all the way back. I think the Raiders, I, I think I saw this stat yesterday, you have to go all the way back to see a team that was penalized this much, uh, you know, 18 times in the opening week. I believe the team was the Raiders. I could be wrong. I thought mm. I saw that stat. But, yeah, they were really bad. I'm not telling you every call was the right call, but and when you get 18 penalties on you for over 180 yards uh, in total, that's just it's bad. Ho- and you are home, that is just that's bad football. That's bad coaching. Yeah, Mike, that's the thing. It's not just – I mean, and I, look, I'm not like most people, most football fans, I'm not a big fan of the refs. I, I know they have a tough job, but I think a lot – they mess it up a lot. Um, and, you know, some you know these guys can control the game. I mean, I remember my high school coach, Mike, he told me when I was young and, you know, I was on – I was a freshman, and we were talking, and he was like, yeah, the, the Zebras run the game. I didn't know what that meant. And I'm like, Zebras, oh, the Stripes, I got it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and, it's, and I learned that as a young guy, a young football player. Like, they do. They can control the game. But to Moose's point, Mike, you, you know, you're a Browns fan, I'm assuming? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they just – you guys got a lot of talent, and you got to be better than that. I just think it comes down to Kitchens has got to get them locked in, get more discipline. You know, we always sit here and praise how great, you know, Belichick is. He would – 
that would never happen on a Belichick team. Well, Ever. And ta- never. And Taz, I think the word I think there is, you know what the Browns looked like yesterday? They looked like an undisciplined football that's team. That's it. That's it. And that's because of Kitchens, and, in my opinion. That's I, I don't Kitchens. disagree with you there. And, Mike, we appreciate and that, the call. And that's, that would be the concern I'd have is Kitchens came in talking a big game, right? And with the, you know, the, the big Southern draw and what they expect. Yeah. And big last gunslinger. Year, yeah. Right. <laughs> last year was not a winning season and was not a successful year. And, and, you know, talked all that game, and his team went out there and laid an absolute egg yeah. uh, in, in week one where they looked sloppy. At times, they looked unprepared. Mayfield held the football too long. The Titans' defense had their way with the uh, with the Cleveland Browns up front. All ways you want to look at it, Taz, they looked like a sloppy, undisciplined football team, and that's tough to take. It's one thing to lose a game based on talent. It's another thing to go out and play basically undisciplined, bad football week one. Right. No, it is, and that's what they played. Wow, look who just walked in. Yes. Andrew Bogus. Andrew, wow. What's going on? Talking about me. Sorry about that. Yes. Wow. All right. Great to see you. Sloppy and undisciplined? Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Uh, here's your report. It is sponsored by the NFL, who invites fans to participate in Huddle for 100. Damn. Fans what? are I thought encouraged. That's what you're referring to. Wow. Tough room. Uh, no, no. He's Heard not before. sloppy. Tough cold. Undisciplined, maybe. He's not sloppy. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. He's uh, definitely not sloppy. He's, he's kind of well-groomed. Well, Unless he's on the Jersey Shore in the summer. Oh, did he's a sloppy drunk? No, I didn't say that. Uh, you implied wow. it. I just, I said he's lay out here unshaven. for a second. I didn't say that. Andrew, no. you're a big drinker? No, no. I don't think so. <laughs> I just picture you pounding like beer after beer after beer. I picture mm. that guy on a like what, on his the wife beach. is dragging him off the beach. Yeah, come on, Andrew, we gotta go. No, leave me alone. Yeah. Like you definitely beer think cans that by being around me, but no. Someone take his legs. Yeah. I'm a big opening a beer bottle with my teeth kind of guy. Yeah, you know, fold, snap off the fold cap. the water. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, seagull! <laughs> right. Stupid fish! You just seem like that type of yeah. just a nasty... No, I know, but I, I go against typecast. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that. By the way, how yeah. are we all looking in the fantasy draft? I didn't look at the oh, standings. Oh, here we go. It's uh, the first one. Well, first of all, there are no standings yet. There's no standings yet. There's still games that Nothing's been decided There's yet. nothing going on. Well, no. I wouldn't go that far, Moose. Well, Some it's not games official. have been decided. True. That's true. Fair point. Well, like, according to, well, I've got a, I'm going to tight one. Where, well, Bash Pros is uh, one Bash of our Pros? strangers. Oh, oh, I got it. You are a mock. One of the f- listeners. Of, which one's Bash Pros? Do we know we need this person's name? I'm drawing a blank. I is think it? it's Eli, because the other guy oh, who has the phone Sacramento. number. Eli. Eli? Is Eli my? Okay, Eli. You yeah. said Eli, right? Yeah. Yes, Eli okay. from Sacramento. All right. Okay. So Yahoo says, I have a 65% chance of winning that match. Really? Yeah. As long as Deshaun Watson doesn't go nuts tonight, I should be okay. You know who you're playing, Moose? I do not. <laughs> I just had to look up who I'm playing because I didn't know Sam. either. I'm playing. I play, Brett. Moose is playing. Sam. I, I, I imagine I'm losing. Mike, you keep hitting the button too quick and you're cutting off what you're saying, bro. Say uh, it again. Uh, Moose is playing Sam. Am okay. I losing? Right now you are. Yes, you're losing. Yeah. yeah I, Sam will fix that. It's a Syracuse thing. I'm looking here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He'll just throw. bench where he's playing tonight. Yeah. I'm looking. At... <laughs> yeah. I, don't think I, have any, I don't know if I have anyone going tonight. I um I am winning right now Congrats. against eight five five two one two four two two seven. The phone number Bradley. Brad, I'm playing go. Brad and I'm beating his ass one twenty two to seventy three. Okay, I'm oh. not talking smoke here. I'm just saying, like you know, I am winning right now. But he has uh, Sanders going tonight. I'm Dunsky. I think I don't have. I don't have you know, Moncrief. I'm getting rid of. I'm, he's done. I'm getting rid of him. He stinks. He's not a good. Well, it's just player. one game. No, I'm just, done. You can't react off one. Well, game. for that Patriot defense too. Yeah, yeah. Let the game settle. Yeah, let the team settle a little bit. 
But do what you want. You're the GM. You run your team I'm as the you boss, see fit. Bro. Yeah, yeah I want to get rid of Rogers too. Aaron Rogers, he stinks too. I'll take so, him. What do you want <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> like I'll take him. I'm right here. Well, I'll take him. <laughs> I'll take him. Yeah. If I'll you want to get rid of him, I'll take him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all, right. all right. Well, there you go. Right. A nice fantasy update. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. I mean, we don't because they're not done, so we can't. You know, the well, games we'll aren't done. We'll get into it so tomorrow. We, we got all week long. I just figured we do a little. We could do pickups. Yeah. yeah. Save it for Tuesday. There you go. I know. I got three guys. I'm already trying to move. I went and looked to see who got Gallup during the game. I go. Oh, I got to grab this guy. He's taken. Mm. I don't know who has him. I can't remember the name of the team. You're a you're a you're a veteran fantasy player's dream. Why? What yeah. do you mean by that? What I mean by that is you overreact to week one. And I'll do the same in week two. Uh, no, but my point being is that you'll take a guy that, you know, stars in week one, yep. and then you're willing to trade the farm for that guy. I'm and all then all of a sudden, week yeah. five, you'll be like, my God, that was You a got Michael Gallup? Move. How about Aaron Rodgers? Right, <laughs> right. You're like, I'll take it. Let me get back to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. it. <laughs> You're like, why would you make that trade? Gallup's a star. Gallup's oh, great. See him play. Look, at him. Look what he targets. did against that giant secondary. That, that I do do that. I got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. So you are. That's what I mean by you are a veteran fantasy player's dream. That's I'm why more I don't go where these... you settle down a little bit, let the team establish itself, then you'll figure out, and you have an idea where your weaknesses are, and then you have to go and, and maybe make some trades. Well, right now, I look at Austin Eckler as the best running back in the game. Yeah, yeah. true, true. Yeah. After week one, fantastic. <laughs> Uh, Not sure if I mentioned this, guys, uh, but your report today, this okay. one at least, is sponsored you by did. the NFL. Oh, yeah. by the National Football yeah. League. Yeah, wow. I see. I got this part in. Then someone, I don't remember who, interrupted. Uh, called me sloppy. And What's the tagline? <laughs> uh, the NFL invites fans who participate in Huddle for 100. Fans are encouraged to volunteer by getting out, getting active, and improving their local environment. Visit NFL.com slash Huddle for 100 nice. to learn how you, you can get involved. What a start for the New York Jets. Four takeaways. A 16-0 lead on those bills. But nobody circles the wagons like... Josh Allen alone in the backfield takes the snap. Looks down the middle. Looks left. Looks for John Brown. Gets separation. Makes the catch at the 10 into the end zone. Touchdown! There's a flag on the play. Touchdown, Buffalo. The flag didn't matter. John Murphy, Bills Radio. When I watched it live, it mattered. I was panicking. Suing PAT got Buffalo a 17-16 win at MetLife. On the jet broadcast, Marty Lyons on the radio side, uh, the flag comes out, and he's like, don't worry. You know, here he said, (laughs) The the flags on pass interference on the Jets. That touchdown will be good. I guarantee it. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was as obvious as the day. He didn't say this, but it yeah. was like it was so obvious it's pass interference. Oh, That's a touchdown. Oh. Bill's taking the lead. Meanwhile, my Giants Thanks, on one of the touchdown catches where, like, I think it was, I don't know, one of them was running wide open in the middle of the field. The Johnson called for a pass interference on the outside. Dude just tackled somebody at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> but the guy with the ball, was the ball we let him run for just free. Go. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Uh, speaking of good starts, remember when Washington led 20 nothing in Philadelphia yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Steps up. Here comes the rush. Yeah. He is going deep, and it is caught. And in for a touchdown to Sean Jackson. Give the people what they want. Give them some more D-Jack. 
Mike Quick, wow. Merrill Reese on Eagles Radio 2 of Carson Wentz's 3 TD passes. Went to Deshaun Jackson. Back with the Eagles well, for the first time no, no, since 2013. It was 17-7. It was 20-7. Oh, 20-7. They, they never Excuse led 20 me. to nothing. My fault. It was 17-0. Wow. Touchdown to Sean Jackson. Late field goal skins before the half to make it 20-7. Right. Either job. way, it was going really well. Yeah. And then it wasn't. It was. Uh, well, then the Eagles realized they had a game in the second half. <laughs> Good job on the update until let. let 27. <laughs> if you guys listen more closely, you'd get a lot of those mistakes. Uh, the Patriots dismissed the Steelers Sloppy. last night. 33-3. <laughs> Pittsburgh's lone points game late in the third quarter, I think. Uh, they rushed for just 32 oh, yards. Tom Brady threw for 343 and three scores. And now today they officially get Antonio Brown. The Chargers top the Colts 30-24 in OT on Austin. Eckler's seven-yard yeah. run. The Cardinals rallied from a 24-6 fourth quarter hole to force overtime. They and the Lions then each kicked field goals. They end mm. In a 27-all tie, the Jaguars lost to the Chiefs 40-26 and lost QB Nick Foles to a broken collarbone. Surgery today, Foles is out indefinitely, as is KC wideout Tyreek Hill, who also injured his clavicle By the yesterday. Way, the kid who came in, okay, for Foles, actually played really good. Minshew. Yeah. God, Minshew. He, he, he really played really he good. He did. And the kid had a crazy college career. He played at East Carolina for his first couple of years. Then he was in community college after that. Then he was going to go to Alabama. I knew he was going to sit on the bench at Alabama. But he wants to get into coaching. So he wanted to learn under Nick Saban. But then Leach picked him up. And he went and played for Washington, Washington State. State. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. But he, the kid came in. He really played good, man. I, mean, I was like, so I, mean, I feel bad for the Jaguars. feel bad about the whole thing with Foles, for sure. That's and getting thrown into that spot. Now he's going to prepare to be the number one guy. And, and Foles having the surgery today out in you know a definite period of time. Yeah. That's a disaster. I know uh, for I the know. Jacksonville Jaguars, the I complexion know. of your entire year just changed. It did, man. It did. It, you know that stinks for them. And um, and by the way, Minshew, I'm looking down. He was 22 or 25, and was 275 yards, two touchdowns, and one he, INT. And he played what, like three plus quarters? He yep. did. This hurt, got hurt in the right. first quarter against a pretty good Kansas City defense. You know. He now did. the thing is, what happens now? Let's say you, you, he plays next week and all that. You know, teams, uh, you know, defense. Well, they'll prepare they, for. They prepare for him. They scout for him. So right. Yeah. No doubt, and and that and maybe maybe ultimately maybe he's uh, you know maybe he ends up being really successful. this I year. hope so for that. Uh, I hope but so. you know, going in with the you know the Super Bowl winning quarterback in Foles, you yeah. spend a ton of money on him in the off season, and to not even get through the first game before he suffers a broken clavicle, and to look at the, all the hits they took in Philadelphia, oh. and he never suffered that kind of an injury, and then all of a sudden Week One against yeah. Kansas City at home, and you suffer that kind of injury. That's bad. What, what was his? I don't remember Foles' money. You guys remember his money? Four eighty. Oh, it was a lot. It was a lot of money. He has though. He he did break this back in twenty fourteen. Right. I read yesterday. Oh, it's a long time. Cal- Same thing. So right. left, the left yeah. side. Yeah. Um, How much, Mike? Four year, eighty eight. Eighty eight. Wow. Yeah. Eighty eight mils ski. And they have nobody else, by the way. They have to. They. I'm they excited for them this. to start yeah. working out the uh, the veterans. All the, yes, the Brock Osweilers of the world oh, this week to get a backup quarterback in there. They got to find somebody. Uh, hey, go with Minshew, man. Go with this kid. Well, no, no. Oh, they have no one behind him. No, no backup. Yeah, no, 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 they only have two quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, college football. LSU jumped to number four. Funny if Minshew got hurt in the AP poll. Then who would you go with? There's you run the triple option with Leonard Fournette. You could do that, or you could ask Fournette to play QB. Well, that's. I just well, okay, Westbrook. Hey, Didi, oh, West- can you play quarterback? Oh, Didi. Jalen Ramsey, I'm sure, thinks he can play quarterback. <laughs> he probably yeah. could. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah, money, money. 
Uh, uh, LSU. Get that money, money. Get that money, money. LSU is now number four in the new AP poll after Saturday's win at Texas. The list again begins with Clemson, Alabama, and Georgia. Excuse you. Uh, less than a year after winning the World Series, Dave Dombrowski is out as Red Sox president. That happened minutes after last night's 10-5 home loss to the Yankees. They got homers from Mike Tuchman, Glaber Torres, and Aaron Judge. The four-game series concludes tonight. Sockman and Sockman. Rafael. Do we know what that means yet? No, it means stop. Like he socked it? Yes. It's a Tuchman, yeah. but the Sockman. Tuchman no, is Sockman the Sockman. Sockman. He went out with a quad injury. Or yeah. Yeah, well, it good. sounds a little bad. I don't want to jump to conclusions. So dumb. But he talked about what sounds like an Achilles injury. Noah pitched well yesterday. He did, didn't he? In really a big well. spot. Big spot. And uh, another Mickey Calloway gem. 3 nothing lead, giving it right back. Walking a catcher to get to Bryce Harper oh, because he God. wanted to have the pitcher come up in that same inning. It's just... Well, he wanted to get the pitcher out of the game. Got, yeah, but he faced Bryce Harper I don't, instead I, of Listen, I'm Mike not defending Knapp. Mickey, it, it, but the two starters last... Strowman's been a disaster. Yeah, yeah really since bad. Since the acquisition for the Blue Jays. And Anthony K. had eight strikeouts hits, on Saturday. Hit, ZRA is... Yeah, ten hits he allowed in four innings. Dude, every game... And guys don't just get hits on Strowman. Three-nothing lead at home. You give that right back. Dude, guys don't just get hits on Strowman. They get solid rockets. Rope, rope rocket line drives. I mean... Solid wood, man. Seriously. Unbelievable. Uh, last but not solid least, wood. Raphael yes. solid wood. Nadal. <laughs> Supposed to like ash, which right. is not a solid. No. Maple's more of a yeah. solid. Yeah, oak. exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, especially this time of day. I know my wood. You I know it. woods. I'm saying. Yes, yeah. you know your wood. <laughs> you, you've told me about it. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Right. Huh? What? 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 Huh? Yeah. Discussed I think I'm done. Words. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Oh, yeah. Great update. Great job, except for really. that part when you, yeah. Concise, uh, thanks, informing, guy. Uh, on top of everything. <laughs> Knowledgeable. I mean, just brilliant. Oh. Oh. What? Oh. Oh. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Go ahead. Defend yourself. Go yeah. ahead. Get on the mic. What? I what? feel like Mikey B. You'd think I created a podcast recently. Oh, no. Oh, a lot of heat in here. No, oh, no heat. Woo. No heat. <laughs> The Redskins just didn't blow a twenty to nothing lead. That's oh, all. They sorry, did blow a lead. It wasn't the twenty to nothing. That's all. Seventeen nothing was the high water mark. That's it's close. Has, it's it is close. It's just not. It's factually what? Uh, Incorrect. Thank you, Taz. It's Taz and the Moose on a Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose, coast to coast, pillar to post on CBS Sports Radio. All right, football season's back, and there's no sweeter way to celebrate than by adding Snickers and Skittles, the official candy sponsors of the NFL, to your game day spread, of course. Well, sweet. Looking at the um, sweetie fruit, sweetie chocolate My snack. fantasy lineup, trying to make moves for tomorrow. Just once the Monday night games end, Moose, then that's when I start making my moves. Well, good luck. Good luck. We got a doubleheader tonight. We really do. And it'll be a good one. And then yesterday, Taz, as we were running around the National Football League, uh, talk a little bit about reaction to everything that transpired on your first NFL Sunday, uh, you know, out to Arizona. And, you know, it looked like a lost day for the Arizona Cardinals. Mm, And then it turned into a miraculous comeback where, 
you know, Kyler Murray showed a little bit of that Oklahoma magic for Arizona. I mean, I don't know how revolutionary that Kingsbury's offense is <laughs> out in Arizona, but uh, we saw the uh, mishandling of the clock late by, uh, you know, by the Detroit Lions, Daryl Bevel and the like, um, and Matt Patricia and the like. And then you see a scenario where Arizona is able to take advantage of it, and then they come roaring back from, you know, 24-9 down, Taz, to tie the game up and force overtime. I watched this game. Okay, I, I I watched. I missed the first few minutes of the first quarter, but I watched the bulk of this game. I was flipping back and forth to the uh, was it the Cowboys and Giants, probably. Yeah, I think it was. I watched so many games. I'm like my head was spinning. But anyway, um, I got to tell you, the the this game, the Cardinals, Kyler Murray. Okay, you nailed it as far as that offense. By the way, there's nothing. It, it's not. It's. I don't think it's that good of an offense. It's kind of. It's a little bit. It, it, they run an option a lot, and, and the options run real quick, but it doesn't work. You know, you, the option is something that people tried to figure out to run in the NFL for decades because it's always been successful in college. It doesn't work in the NFL. These are grown-ass men that are very fast, the defensive guys. It's not working. But they're doing a lot of options. But that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is there was zero energy, dude. The first two, probably three quarters of this game, Kyler Murray, they had a camera locked in on him on the sideline when his helmet was off and stuff. He looked like he wanted to be any place but there. I, I'm sitting, I'm telling my wife, I'm like, this is this kid's first professional game. All the hype, everything around him. He looks like he don't want to be there. He was clearly frustrated with something with the offense. Kingsbury kept talking to him. The coordinator kept talking to him. They kept talking to him on the bench. And then what I feel woke everybody up on that Cardinal team was Larry Fitzgerald. He made some big catches, and, and to Kyler's credit, he made a couple of good throws, And but he kind of got fired up because the building – in Arizona, they were quiet, dude. The people, it was like it was like a church. They were not into the game because the team was not, there was no energy. They were losing the game. But, dude, I got to tell you, he looked good in that fourth quarter, Kyle Murray, into overtime, too. He played good. He, uh, he woke yeah, up. He, played, he played very, very well. Um, you know, Hawkinson, Hawkinson uh, the rookie tight end uh, for the Lions, played very, very well as uh, two. I think uh, Lion fans are going to be frustrated by the timeout late uh, by that Lion coaching oh. staff with Daryl Bevel. Uh, but, uh, Taz, uh, uh, we'll see what Murray's able to build upon in terms of, uh, of this <laughs> performance. A game that ends up in a 27-all tie uh, we'll see if Murray's able to build upon it, but he showed a little bit of that magic to where you could start to be excited because I think at 24-9 down, I think everyone was kind of looking to put the first shovel of dirt on Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, and yeah. then all of a sudden the fourth quarter happened to where they said not so fast. Yeah, absolutely. Just to back up, you said Darrell Bevel with that timeout. That was the Lions had the game won, and and that's why Stratford, he was pissed, furious when they called that timeout. And – Patricia was kind of taking heat for it. He's like, well, only I could call a timeout. I'm the head coach. But they, they, the, uh, I think it was either Fox or NBC, whatever the fill it was. I know Mark Schlert was doing Schler with Fox was doing the color commentary. He was burying the offense. Burying the offense of – of uh, he said something like – this is pretty funny. Like at halftime, he goes, well, the offense for the Cardinals in the first half, and I'm paraphrasing it a little bit. It, it, I would like to say it's trash, but that be an insult – the trash. Oh, wow. I mean, he ripped it, and he wasn't wrong. But then they woke it up. But anyway, the timeout deal by the Lions, dude, it was – that was really odd and really bad, and it, it, I think it cost them the game. The Lions were fixing to win the game and kill, kill the clock, eat the clock up. Didn't happen. No. A bad move right there. No doubt about it. And you know another uh, bad performance yesterday? How about Jameis Winston at home down in Tampa as the Buccaneers fall to the San Francisco 49ers 31-17? 
a game that many people thought might have been a, a closer football game. It was not. It's not like Garoppolo lit it up or any kind of offensive star for the San Francisco 49ers. But Jameis Winston was downright putrid. I mean, 20 of 36, 194 yards, oh. one touchdown and three interceptions. And Bruce Arians, you know, comes out of retirement, health struggles and all, Taz. We know what he did out in Indianapolis with Andrew Luck, and we know what he did in Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger, and we know that he has a previous relationship due to quarterback camps that he runs in the offseason with Jameis Winston. So he takes that job looking to revitalize the former Florida State star, and yesterday the same inaccuracy or poor decisions that has haunted Jameis Winston as a starter in the NFL, they continued week one against the 49ers. Uh, no doubt about it. And one of his targets, O.J. Howe, the tight end, who's <clears throat> on my fantasy team, um, he he was just one of the many guys that played bad. I mean, he played bad and and uh, just they I, I, there's just something <clears throat> missing. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's Winston. I don't know if it's just the whole offense. Just watching Tampa Bay a little bit, they're just not – there's nothing there. Yeah, I mean, and, I, and Taz, I don't think it's going to be too long here to where, you, you know, you, you start to kind of turn the page. If it continues in this je- conjecture, Taz, I, I don't think it, it becomes too long until you start to turn the page on Jameis Winston as a starter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think you're right, dude. To where they start to transition thinking about their future signal caller. Because, they're, you know, you can look at some of the gaudy stats in the past. The turnovers will kill you. Bill Parcells used to always tell quarterbacks, priority number one, he doesn't care about the take care of the football. Winston right. can't take care of the football. Exactly, and and that's the key right there. And three interceptions, see, Winston, bad day. Brutal. One of them taken back to the house by Sherman. Yeah, for a touchdown. yeah that's right. Yep. Uh, we'll come back. we got All the right. three biggest headlines for you here on this Monday morning. It's Taz. It's the Moose. It's CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 